TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for the 476th time. And I've just got a massive smile on my face because it's been, well, I think it's only been a week in between uh, drinks or episodes or conversations with the great man. But the world's number one wellness guru, if you have guru-phobia, you have nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> guru-phobia. Because I'm not a guru. That's what that wellness is. Wellness expert, dead set legend, brother from another mother. I miss him like crazy. I'm going to pick him up from the next airport he lands at no matter what and buy this man a drink. I speak of Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, great man? Ah, Piercy, how are you, mate? Great to see you. Uh, I wish we were seeing each other in the flesh. I'm sure that very soon it'll be in the flesh. We should do a recording. Maybe we could do car karaoke um, when we uh, catch up next. Record. Uh, I, I can't because my voice is shot to bits. I'm it just going to... What are there. you doing? You've been yelling uh, at people, screaming? What's happening? What's happened to your voice? If you ever go to watch your child play sport and you're probably one of the only ones there that knows the rules, don't put your hand up to umpire uh, because um, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say that living in New South Wales, which yeah. is probably last frontier of um, Australia that AFL has not descended upon, um, means that um, I am the Razor Ray Chamberlain. Uh, oh. Those of you who know if I, you know. I have the, the AFL. The least like umpire. umpire. The least of all umpires. Like, yeah. I'm probably I think I'm the most vocal as well because I want the I want the players to know the rules. So I'm constantly educating whilst I'm umpiring. And um you know, one of your uh you're a Tigers man, Kane Johnson, who's a yes. great uh, Adelaide player and Tigers captain. He lives up here, so he's the coach of the under-8s. Derby plays in the under-10s, and I just rocked up to watch Derby play the other day and like, oh, we don't have an umpire. And I was like, fine, give me the whistle. No worries. Um, it was stressful, and I definitely yelled too much, and uh, I'm paying the price for it. So um, I did say to someone, though, I think we are not speaker fit anymore. I, I umpired one game of 40 minutes. Yeah. And I lost my voice. I can tell this and other people will know this because they've seen you and I speak around the traps. Like when you speak a lot to public audiences and you and you use your voice a lot, you get, fit. You get a bit of muscle. Match but fitness. Forty minutes of of yelling, or not even yelling, just umpiring. Oh, I'm like, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, I know. I feel you. I've done. I've been fortunate enough to do a couple of live events recently, and it's so great to be back in front of an audience and be live. But I it takes its toll and you've seen me lose my voice at um at events because your voice can you know cop a beating and i've lost my voice at wellness summits in the past um but yeah it does require a little bit of fitness <laughs> remember that voice oh. at summit i do remember that oh, that was hectic that that, that was, was that was hectic it was collingwood that was collingwood yeah that was like mm. 2018 you were screwed but i think two years in a row i think i had some kind of a Whatever, yeah. like laryngitis or whatever. I clearly had something to say. Everyone's got long COVID. You had early COVID. You were like the pioneer COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I invented it. I invented it. <laughs> <laughs> did you go along? 
People thought it came from Wuhan, but didn't it came from Collingwood? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret Martin's joined us, which is wonderful. It's great to see you there. And Julie's hot in the trot, just chatting away, which is awesome. And she said it was 2018, which is great. Helen Pocock's arrived and Pete's here, so now the party can begin. So we're all good to go. Fantastic. But uh, PC, you're um, you're embarking yeah. on a on a, a big phase of your life, um, and for the I know you won't want to talk about it, but I, I'm going to put it out there. PC's going to do a world tour in Australia um, for his book, and so I think it's really important that everybody knows who's listening, anybody who's watching um, realizes. Hey, Canberra, Pete, we're going to talk. Yep, yeah. got that. Good call, good call by you. Yeah, we, yes, um, it's throwing me under the bus. Me ideas. Yeah, sorry. I uh, I don't know if I broke up then or you broke up then, but one of us broke up. And but all I wanted to say is that um, Marcus will be doing a worldwide tour of Australia to um, to audiences around Australia, um, breaking world records and selling lots of books. So it's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to hearing of all that. But we did discuss the other day, and this is a really important thing. And these are the tricky conversations that people must have. This is how you smash a conversation: is you bring up contingencies, you bring up the things that could go wrong, and you lay it out bare, and you go, "What say you?" And you both have your opportunity to have a conversation. And Marcus and I did this the other day. PC said to me, Damo, do I need to worry about you and me when I go and take on a gig in Melbourne town? Do I need to worry about you being there? Or can I just go and organize my gigs myself? And I said, PC, go and do what you've got to do because that's what we do. You know what I mean? So, But if we didn't have that conversation, that kind of might have been uncomfortable and awkward, but we had that conversation. It's great. And the topic of smashing conversations I think is really important because there's a line in the sand when it becomes too uncomfortable to have the conversation. Um, and as you're approaching that line in the sand, it's really important to have that conversation and it takes a little bit of courage or gumption just enough to go, okay, now's the right time to have this conversation. And I want to applaud you, PC, because you do those things very, very well. And I, I think that in having these sorts of conversations, these tough conversations, and they're not really tough, they're only made tough by what you think about. Um, I think that in having those conversations early in the piece, People, you know, have less uh, opportunity to build resentment and less opportunity to build up stress. And by virtue of that reduction in stress and anxiety, um, you've probably helped us both live longer. Just by- <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's essentially a longevity biohack, just like that. I love know? this. Yeah. You know, I just love... Um, I just love where some of our unscripted conversations go because you've just dropped so many things in there that I really want to talk about. Okay. And, and thank you for the compliment. I'm I'm learning at 40 to, to be a lot more comfortable with receiving love and compliments. So thank you for the compliment. You're welcome. There's a couple of things I want to say in there. Go on. Um, since you raised it, I'm going to raise this. You mentioned that I'm going to take the book on tour because I couldn't do it last year. Yeah. I had a great conversation with Ravi Rudner the other day. He's oh, going to have me Raph. in Manly. How good is that? And I had a great conversation with uh, Maria Zushman, who's going to have me in Alexandria. Love it. And and I'm going to Batemans Bay and Grafton and Coffs Harbour. And I want to talk to Pete Lennon about Canberra. But if anyone here is in New South Wales 
and wants to have um, me come and speak. I'm not worried about how many people you get there. This is what I want to. This is what I, I. There is a link to this. I've been having chats with stores and uh, some like GoVita stores or other venues, and they're like, "Well, we don't know how many people will come because, you know, this whole COVID consciousness and people coming out of the house. It's still really." It's not like back to what it was, but, you know, it could be good, but we're just not sure. And I'm like, you know what? Like in the old days, Damo, do you remember when it was like, yeah, and Helen Pocock, I will come. I'll do Queensland. I'll come to the sunny coast. But I just think my male brain box thinking can only really comprehend New South Wales at the minute. But, yes, let me know wherever you're from in Australia <laughs> and I'll put that into the state box and do that. Um, but this brings up like, Damo, what I, what I loved is that, I was talking to um, a Bev Dunn. Shout out to Bev because Bev wants to come with us to Ikaria one of these days. She has GoVita in Batemans Bay. And she's like, Marcus, I think we could probably get 20 or 25 people in the store. Um, is that okay? And I was like, you know what, Bev? Like, gone are the days right now where you go, I'm only coming if uh, 50 come or 70 come or 100 come. Because I, I still, Damo, to this day, feel personally scarred that I would say to you, Damo, come down to one thaggy and we'll get 100 people in the room. And back in those days, you being the incredible human being that you are, you just take my word for it. Yeah, Marcus will get 100 in the room. And you drive, you know, two hours down. And at that point, Jackson was in primary school. I still remember it. And he actually had like longish hair. Yes. And I'm pretty sure he had like a yellow and blue uniform. Like I remember this so distinctly. And you'd come into like the one Thaggy Workman's Club or whatever we had. And there were like 40 people in the room or, you know, 50 people. And you end up bringing in a, in a frigging van, like 20 boxes of forage and you only sell 10 or whatever. And I was like, you know, the, the old school pressure and expectation, like I felt bad. Did you? You know, as, as the host. And I think uh, this happened to a lot of us, particularly pre-COVID. Um, and the reason why you bring up this grace of having these awkward conversations is I actually love Bev going, you know what, I'm, I'm not sure if we could get, you know, the crowd that you deserve or the crowd that you might expect. I was like, you know what, like all expectations are out the window at the moment. Like yeah. people like me just want to get on the road and and talk to people about life, you know, yeah. longevity, life and love is kind of what I'm thinking I want to talk about, you know, talk Ooh, to people about life. That's a nice name for a tour. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But, you know, then I realized like um, what, what's another one for the foodies? It's like, why not to go vegan and other longevity lessons? That's a bit controversial. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, I just think that I don't actually care if there's five people, 20 people, 100 people, people like you and I, Damo, that love to talk to people about health and wellness. We never whinge and moan when we're in Ikaria no. having a conversation with 10, 10 attendees um, over dinner. Like, it's actually more intimate. Yeah. Um, and you just want to meet people with where they're at right now. And if some people don't want to leave the house because they're a bit concerned, you know, they're the last 500 people on planet Earth that haven't had COVID, I'm completely okay with that. I have no concerns. They've got their own reasons, whether it's they've got ill ill housemates or ill family members and they just don't want to risk anything. Like, I'm so at ease with that. And, and I'd just probably like to bring that up with you. At, you know, you're seeing this on the coalface more than I am. Um do you feel like society, from the society that you're in, is at ease with everyone's different, um, not paradigms, like way of living at the moment? Because I think that's an awkward conversation that people would want to be having with each other. Um, like in terms of getting around groups and stuff, like having more Yeah, people, just, just yeah. socialising, you know, yeah. like some people want to go out, some people don't. Whereas in the past, it was like no one could go out and everyone had their own different views on it. Yeah, you know? I think we're, we're pretty much thrilled here in Victoria. I think, you know, there are some people that don't want to go out and I was I met with a beautiful lady this afternoon um, and we were discussing, you know, 
people not necessarily wanting to go out, but I think for the most part, um, most people are quite comfortable going out. Most people are very comfortable. Um, and and putting coronavirus into context now, like the Omicron or whatever the strain is at the moment here in Melbourne, it seems to be at worst maybe a bit of a head cold and a tickle at the back of the throat and maybe you know a fever for a day for most people. For most people, and even people that are ninety or ninety-five years old, you know, getting this now and you know barely touches tickles the sides you know it's it's quite yeah. quite incredible you know we're we're yeah. so fearful you know and you know certain premiers made it such a big deal that people felt that you know if they came within qe of somebody uh with it that they could potentially die um these days there's a bit more sensibility around it because it's not that mystery like the mystery is not there anymore it's kind of proven as to what it actually is and what it's going to do um mm. the flu though i've got to tell you pc i had the flu last week did i tell you so it was the flu it was, was the it flu. yeah we were chatting and you were like convinced you'd had you had covid again and yeah, it was like yeah i tell you what yeah. it was way worse than covid i have to tell you yeah. i had body ache and shivers and muscle pain and joint pain and head pain and sinus and sneezing and sore throat i don't even have tonsils and i was like i was <laughs> you know, like i was so sore sore ear and I was like, all I want is an adjustment. I couldn't go see anybody. I was testing negative with rats, and I said, stop lying to me to these rats because I thought it had to be COVID, but it wasn't COVID. In fact, it was definitely not even that bad. So, um, And if me- you want to know what Damo does in those situations, go back to one of our episodes, probably like episode 275, because you have outlined what you do when you are flat on your back, and yeah. I spoke to you on that day. Yeah. You had chills that were multiplying. You were losing control. Yeah. The power it was supplying, I was yeah, it, was it was clearly electrifying. Yeah, it was electrifying. It was it was unbelievable. It was really quite painful. You shaped I up. You, you shaped up since then, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the world needed a man. So I uh, I definitely got on top of it, which is really good. I wonder if many people got what we just did then. But um, if they did it, I'll tell you what, you've really... There's no comments on Facebook, no so I'm comments. guessing they no got laughing. butlies of what we just no did there. <laughs> Someone uh, laughed and said, hello. You just put a laugh at it. I think you and I find each other funnier than anybody else. one fast one in the, in the listening audience. I like it. <laughs> You and I could make ourselves laugh forever, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'll stop watching the other one. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> too easy, too easy. Michelle, good work. Too easy. <laughs> oh, they all deserve a book prize, I'm going to tell you. Um, oh, we do those things, don't we? We've got to do, we're doing book shout-outs, free books or we something. We need some giveaways. Us. We need some giveaways at some point. Um, so... Tough conversations, I think, are really important to have. And I was talking about tough conversations today, but I was also talking about on the golf course today, I was talking with my mate Nick. And as we were coming up the 17th, he said, have you been, you know, enjoy not the 17th we're going to the 10th he said you know what have you been up to and i said oh you know getting back into the live events again he said how are the numbers going and i said well um where we used to get 100 150 very easily now it's 40 or 50 you know something like that you know so it's not it's not bucket loads that we used to get um but it's there's a gratefulness to the people that do i i feel so grateful that people come out and uh, and want to learn and listen and we've got a power of food coming up um on the 25th of may so 
Um, How do they book? Give it a shout out. Where yeah. do they click to buy? I actually don't know, but if you just contact Vida on oh three nine five nine eight seven eight one one or it's email, on the, it's on the socials as well. Yeah. Is it on the socials? Yeah, I saw it on the socials at Vida Lifestyles. Oh, that's good. Well done, Donna. Um, Donna would have done that, and Ella. And Trudy uh, and Amy and Emma, so well done. And I'm, it was ten bucks. Is that is that it? It's literally ten dollars to go on what you speak. The early bird, the early bird price is ten dollars, and I'm pretty sure early bird will go up to the twenty fourth of May. Um, so we'll um, given that the event is on the twenty fifth of May, so you'll have to pay full price on the twenty fifth of May. <laughs> I reckon. No walk up us, you're paying yeah. five thousand dollars, which is what other companies pay for demo or a bit more. All I so, want yep. is to have bums on seats, and I really just want to have lots of people there. So. So, but this is the thing, and there's a, there's a big gratitude piece to this um, in that we're just excited to get people out and about and uh, and learning again and asking questions again. But what I have to tell you, PC, is I think I've had another philosophy shift. Mm. I love it. I'm all, I'm all ears. We're at uh, 18 minutes, and I don't care. You go for it. I'm going <laughs> to shut up and listen. I love this. Well, I used these words today. As a naturopath and nutritionist, I was um, very specific with diet and I was a bit hell-bent on, you know, having the perfect diet. What is the perfect diet? Obviously, the PAR method was, you know, what I felt was the most appropriate in terms of portion size. I probably still think from a ratio perspective, the PAR method is still correct. In terms of what is the perfect diet, um, what I've identified is that if you make it to a particular age and you're free of chronic disease in other words you don't have heart disease diabetes or cancer if you're free of chronic disease in that space and when i talk about diabetes i'm talking about um, diabetes as it applies to blood sugar on metabolic function um, blood sugar on endocrine function and also blood sugar on mental function so dementia is what they're calling Diabetes type four or something like that. I think is what the diabetes of the brain. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you if you're free of those things, then it would appear to me that diet has even less of a role to play in longevity. Yeah. 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 I I, I love that, and and it's almost like you've earned the right to coffee and cake yeah. as much as you want, but yeah. often they don't really want it that much. Yeah. At yeah. that age, but. Oh. And Trudy, in other times they do. But, Trudy's just yeah. managed to drop in the little link tree, Vita Love Life. Um, you know, get your tickets here. Little link in the in the chat oh, there. So thanks, TP. That's great. Go. And if you don't know what Damo's talking about, you've got to go over to Facebook at one hundred not out. Spell it all out. O N E. You know, H U N. All that stuff, and you'll see the link there as well. Love it. <laughs> oh, how's Pete Lennon? He's, he reckons uh, he loves your one eight hundred voice. One eight hundred. Yeah. Well, yeah. some people call it my Barry White voice, and Pete's gone the extra mile and called it the one eight hundred voice. That's just. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Barry White. Actually, yeah, I think Barry um, White's good. I think Barry White's yeah, really good. It's a bit cleaner. Mm. Um, yeah. So anyway, yes, I love that you have added that into the uh, worldview, and I would love. Um, we've got to do a whole other episode on this. Not just awkward conversations, but moments in time where your beliefs have been uh, doesn't to be shattered, matured, challenged, or whatever. Because having just, I'm literally, I've been, I got up at uh, four o'clock this morning and uh, drove to Sydney. I've been in the car for nine hours, and because my voice has been so bad, I had a list of like thirty phone calls that I wanted to make, but I didn't. And I listened to uh, Charlie Arnott's podcast interviewing Anna Rubenstein. <sighs> Uh, talk about awkward conversations. That was incredible. Uh, chat with Cindy O'Meara, 
uh, Charlie interviewed his wife, Angelica Arnott, and then he also um, interviewed um, like a uh, – what do you call it? Like um, not a butcher, but like just talking about meat and animals and all the rest of it. It was absolutely fascinating, but there were some awkward and very rich conversations in there that – Challenge, challenge me, and I know you took uh, Jackson to um, one of Arna's uh, camps, and I'm taking Derby to a young warriors camp in June. Oh, the best! And and Charlie interviewed Arna just last week. We went camping. I'm going to. I'm taking the kids and Sarah to Charlie's farm. We yeah. interviewed Charlie on episode 1425. Um, but uh, I'm taking <laughs> Sarah and the kids to uh, Charlie's farm next week for like a one week farm stay. So wow. I was just listening to some of these calls because I've literally spent such a little part of my life on a farm, but it made me realize how um, disenfranch- disenfranchised, how disconnected I am to food. Like I would say I'm a healthy food guy, but I'm so disconnected from eggs the and greens. Yeah, yeah, eggs and greens. You know me, yeah, CPC. Yeah. CPC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm really, I feel like you talk about a maturity of beliefs. No, I, I, now I think of it, why I love going to Ikaria with you is because you know the botanicals and you're so fascinated by the botanicals and you have such different conversations in Ikaria with the locals and our attendees than what I do. Like we complement each other so well because you've got this. You can look at a plant and touch it and feel it and know what you're looking at. And if you don't know, you ask and then you can relate it to something. And I just, I find that so fascinating because I'm just so, um, I'm so, ignorance just not the right word. I'm just so uneducated in that phase. And I'm beginning to recognize now how uneducated I am with the land. And then I was listening to an episode with Zach Bush on a Rich Roll episode. Well, and I love Rich Roll because he's a vegan mm. and he interviews non-vegans and he's not attached to being vegan. He's just vegan. That's cool. And he's a bit like what I would think I would like to be if I was still vegan. So, um, Would you go back to being I a like vegan? No, 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 no way. Like it just for me, it would make no sense, but that's okay. That's just me. But yeah. I think um, I just love hearing that you are so prepared and what I think I love about us and our community of 100 and our listeners, like we're not fixed in our thinking. We're actually happy to be, quote, unquote, not wrong. We're actually happy to mature our beliefs. We're still curious. We love to learn. We're still ch- students by heart. It's not like, right, we're done here. Um, this is it. We kind of feel like in many ways we're just beginning, and that's what, that's what I love about this work that we do together, Damo. Ah, Percy, so much love. Bromance, it's all there. Everybody loves it. I love that too. Um, I really do love that. And I just love that we can continue to evolve. I actually might go back and listen to episode one, two, three, four, five, and six, because back in those early episodes, jeepers, I reckon I might even cringe listening to the things that I said then that I was talking about back then. No, 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 you won't, because I just listened back to a part of episode 11, Yeah, which is one of the best episodes we did. Yeah. uh, vegan, my second favorite vegan. Maybe your first. Maybe your number one favorite vegan, Mimi Kirk. Oh. My, my one favorite vegan is is John Robbins, heir to the throne of Baskin Robbins. Yes. But number two is Mimi Kirk. She was our eleventh interview man. That's amazing. And back then, she, that's amazing. Honestly, we asked her about her family, her history, and her and genes, and she's like, "For me, genes are nothing because she went through her whole family, her 89 year old sister with leukemia and diabetes and 16 medications today, and all of the poor health in her family." And she's like, "The reason why she has such a high value on health is because her family doesn't, and she may not have the genes for, you know, 
great health. She might have the gene for longevity, but not quality of life. So, man, some of our early stuff was really good. Maybe my microphone was average, and maybe we had, you know, 14.4 Mbps internet yeah, connection. Upload. <laughs> <laughs> But the content was really good. I promise it was good, man. All right, good. I'll listen. I'm going to listen back. I'm going to listen back and report back. Um, that's right. good. Um, Pete, Pete reckons we should have Anna on at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, when I was listening to the interview with Anna this morning, I wanted to send like an audio message of gratitude to Anna for sharing. He shared his family history and, you know, splitting up with his first wife and he and he raised his two sons together for six months when they were like literally six months and one and a half and, 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 and anyway, and Anna's got this link because you've taken your um, son to Anna. Um, Charlie's taken his daughter to Anna. Um, another friend, Jason Winton's taken his son to Anna. I'm taking my son to Anna. Pete's taking his kids to Anna. I'm like, yeah, we've got to get Anna on. And a right. friend of mine, Annie's taking her son to Anna this uh, yeah. maybe this week. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was kind of what I was going to bring to the conversation. Today. That's what we're going to do it another day is this interweaving of connections. Yeah. Um, let's it's all just, let's it's make all it three mental. degrees of separation here. Honestly, because Charlie yeah. was interviewing Cindy and he's like, um, Cindy, did I know you through Marcus Pierce? And she's like, no, actually my brother knows your wife because of me. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and I don't really know Cindy because of you, Damo. Oh, oh, anyway. dear. oh just, dear. It's incredible, just, isn't it? It's I'd love to draw the family tree of social connections. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I and, think and Pete's trained with Anna. There we go. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Pete's going to start doing his own rites of passage events. Amazing. He may have already done one, I think. Wow. Yeah. Gee whiz. Um, Pete. Oh, I think he might have actually. I, think I saw that the other day on the socials. Pete, if, we, if we don't get Anna on, let's just interview Pete. And I thought, yeah, we can, we can do both. I think okay. we can do both. Let's do both. Let's do both. Um, all right. So I'm going to wrap it up, even though I don't want to, but – this has been a great conversation. We've got to leave some on the table. Yeah. We'll leave some on the table for the next episode. Um, go and see Domo, guys. Uh, Domo, what uh, is it? May 25. It's at yeah. the Sandy by the Bay, I reckon. Yeah. Sandy by the Bay. Uh, Sandy true. by the Bay. At Vita Lifestyles on Insta. Google Vita Lifestyles. Call them. Book your tickets. Like, honestly, $10 to see Domo. It's just off the charts. It's crazy. Power of food. Um, do yourself a favor. Go and do it. Um, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. If you're in New South Wales and you want me to come and speak, uh, let me know. No, actually, annoy Damo. Nah, nah. <laughs> get Piercy there. Get a book tour going and um, get on. Piercy.com.au. And uh, to all of our listeners, uh, viewers on Facebook, that's at 100, uh, not out, spell it out, or on Instagram, at 100.notout. We are going to start putting out expressions of interest for Ikaria 2023. Don't ask us when we're going to do it. We just know that we're going to do it. Um, we are going to put expressions of interest out. Who wants to come in 2023? Uh, all right. Love and hugs to you all. Thanks for joining us on this episode of 100 Not Out. And until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Foster Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.